Welcome fellow truth seekers, you have landed in the right spot. This is Truth or Propaganda Podcast with your hosts, Brittany Lucette and Eric Koblet. Welcome back truth seekers, you have landed in the right spot. This is Truth or Propaganda with and Eric Koblick. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Shout out to all our listeners. We love you guys. Keep seeking the truth. We're here to bring you the facts. And don't forget to like and subscribe and especially download. Yes, download. We need to do um, a shout out. What are some of the places uh, that we see that are listening to us new places you have the stats right yeah what, Nor- what do we got? norway we have a few Ooh, more uh, i Canadian love that we're like listeners. international we're so international like we're just these little old grassroots folks in florida also we have a new uptake in virginia of all places oh hey virginians i heard your uh, state is for lovers so i love that because i love love and believe it or not a lot of vineyards a few miles outside of dc so check that out oh Ooh. Yes. All right. I love how so, detailed we can get with demographics. On today's episode of Truth or Propaganda, Brittany, what are we talking about? Well, Eric, it is, of course, a doozy, because that's all we do around here are doozies. And t- today we're going to talk about uh, Dr. Sebi. Am I saying that right? Dr. Sebi? Because uh, I want to call him Sebi, but is it Sebi or Sebi? Um, it's S E B I. Yeah, so it's pronounced... Sabi. Sabi. Okay, so we're going to talk about Dr. Sabi. And uh, he was an herbalist, and he actually cured cancer through herbs, and he was poisoned, and he was put in prison for it. So just another fellow truth seeker. Yeah, another doozy of a story where something was suppressed that really could have, you know, uh, advanced mankind in a healthier way. So... Should we jump right in? Honestly, yes, because I'm intrigued just by the title. So let's just dive right in. All right. I love when we dive right in. So for the past few years, um, we have done a lot of, you know, talk about great men and women who have tried to alleviate the suffering of humanity by healing the body and treating all kinds of diseases, which Western medicine deemed uncurable. Right? They were just treating it with uh, pharmaceuticals, not really getting to the root of the cause. So, um, from the Royal Rife, the man who created a frequency machine that disintegrates bacteria and cancer cells, to William Reich. He was a man who discovered the organ energy and created an organ accumulator device that cured hundreds of people from all sorts of diseases. Again, tapping into those frequencies. Both of those great men, they paid harshly for their discoveries, and they threatened the established medical industry with their trillions of dollars in yearly profit from those cancer treatments. So they were, you know, eliminated. So Royal Rife's discoveries and the frequency healing machine were destroyed entirely while he was sued. And although he won his lawsuit, he was left bankrupt. And William Reich? was also suited and even thrown into prison, and he died there mysteriously. So his organ accumulator device and all of that research on organ energy was also destroyed. A very similar fate. So, Dr. Sabi. He was a holistic healer, he was an herbalist, and he actually discovered a natural cure for AIDS, 
cancer, and all sorts of diseases like diabetes. He was also ridiculed, he was sued, you know, eaten up through the legal system. And eventually he was thrown in prison and everybody kind of thinks that he was poisoned in there. So he healed, you know, hundreds of people, including lots of celebrities such as Michael Jackson, Steven Seagal, Eddie Murphy, John Travolta, um, lots of other celebrities um, at that time. And that's crazy because when you first told me about this article, I thought it was going to be people we don't know. But, uh, you know, John Travolta is still alive. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Eddie Murphy. And they so. all back him up and, you know, speak very highly of him if you, if you very... Google it. Google it, people. Google it. Duck, or duck, go, it. Or gazoogle. Whatever you use. Okay, continue. Okay. So two of these celebrities... There was a famed rapper named Nipsey Hussle and the singer Lisa Lopez. Remember, she was from TLC. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just to, to, to the rivers river and the lakes, lakes that, that you used to. Okay, okay, so that chick. So they were so grateful for the guidance and the healing that they accomplished, thanks to Dr. Sabi, that they wanted to express their gratitude by spreading awareness of his healing methods and cures, kind of like using their celebrity and using their clout to spread the word about Dr. Sabi and what he could do. Mm. So now Nipsey Hussle announced that he would fund and create an entire documentary that was dedicated to Dr. Sabi. However, before the documentary was finished, Nipsey Hussle was found dead shot multiple times then there's lisa lopez she was working on a documentary about her life and her spiritual journey in which dr sabi played a considerable part but unfortunately right after meeting with him she also mysteriously died in a car accident which you can actually see footage of if you go to youtube or somewhere online you can find it and actually see the car accident happen because she was filming yourself for like social media or something at the time it's so creepy so who was this man, right, known as Dr. Sabi? And what was so special about his healing methods and practices that seemed to cure so many people? So let's start with the good old timeline. I feel like we've kind of, you know, gotten away from the timeline a little bit. Let's bring it back. All right. Bring so it back the timeline. This year in 1933 is where this story starts, isn't okay. it? Yes, it is. Thank you, Eric. Always coming right with that timeline. Oh, yeah. All right. So Alfred Darrington Bowman, later known as Dr. Sabi, he was born in 1933 and it was in a small village in Honduras. And in his early years, Alfredo, what he was known as, he became... One of the best sauces ever. Yes, it is. Oh, I could totally do some shrimp Alfredo tonight. So Alfredo became a machinist and he was on a cargo ship and he traveled worldwide. He was not living, you know, a super healthy life. He was constantly overeating and soon he became super overweight. And by the time he was 35 years old, he had severe health problems and he suffered from several conditions, including asthma, diabetes, impotency, visual impairment, and obesity. And he went to the United States to seek the help of contemporary Western medicine. But he quickly discovered that conventional medical treatment wasn't helping him at all. So once his conditions got even worse, he decided to look for alternatives, you know, something that we're not encouraged to do. During his travels, he heard about a man who practiced many ancient healing methods based on herbs and natural medicine. And I was just talking to you, Eric, about 
how we're kind of like programmed to hear this and like shut down. We're like, oh, that's a quack, right? Like th- mm-hmm. this, this, this indoctrination and programming of uh, petrochemical pharmaceuticals is so deep within us. Like that's like the only trusted medicine that we know. Like even in my mind, I'm like, oh, that what a quack, you know? But it's not. Like this is stuff that you have to like turn the TV off, turn the advertisements off, do your own research. And realize that it's really not a quack when you're talking about utilizing herbs and medicines that are not, you know, synthetic. Right. So, during, I was talking about when he was traveling and he met uh, a, a dude that practiced a lot of ancient healing methods. And he traveled to Mexico to meet this herbalist. And the guy's name was Alfredo Cortez. And the Mexican healer told him that he was dying. But he also knew how to help him. First, he instructed him to practice a 90-day fast. Fasting is so good for you. Don't eat anything, only drink water. Super cleansing, super hard. And during this period, the herbalist gave him different combinations of natural herbs and an occasional juice. And then he instructed him to start a vegetarian diet, forbidding him from consuming any meat or milk. Interesting. So at the end of this process, the Mexican herbalist cured all of Alfredo Bowman's medical conditions. I love that they're both named Alfredo. What are the chances? Right. And he healed him completely. Alfredo healed Alfredo. Awesome. So this incredible transformation inspired Alfredo number two so much that it eventually led him to the path of becoming Dr. Sebi and expanding his knowledge of natural herbal medicine, fasting, and vegan alkaline dieting. I don't know if you... uh, Did you hear about that? It was super trendy... Back when all these celebrities were doing it, no, alkaline. No, I just learned about alkaline water and the pH mm. water for your, uh, you know, your kitty cat. I just learned all yes, of that. Well, that's Dr. Sebi. He's the one that. Okay. So, in the following years, Dr. Sebi started cataloging all kinds of different herbs, plants, and mushrooms. So, basically, he threw himself into the college of learning about herbs and plants and mushrooms and, and their healing potentials. Just as we send doctors to medical school, this was his schooling. Then he experimented with his own body, consuming different combinations of the remedies while also practicing various fasting methods. He was entirely self-taught and examined various traditional healing methods from Africa, Central America, and the Caribbean. I can't encourage my listeners enough to just be a self-teacher learn for yourself, find your, your, your path and your inspiration and what you believe in the world. Don't just rely on media and on what you read and, and television. So the, this formerly obese, you know, impotent man, he was suffering from asthma, diabetes, visual impairment. He was, he's going to reach an optimal health. And by the end of his life, he would have around 20 children. Damn. Wow. Nick Cannon status. Right? Fertile Myrtle. <laughs> So the combination of his experiments, fasting, and herb cataloging eventually led him to develop his own healing alkaline diet called the African Bioelectric Cell Food Therapy. Really interesting diet. You should Google that. African Bioelectric Cell Food Therapy. And Dr. Sebi believed that illnesses arise from the formation of mucus within the different cells of our body. And this mucus restrains the oxygen from reaching the cells and causing them to deteriorate. I mean, think about that. It makes sense. You know, my poor son has horrible allergies, and I know that it, 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 it's causing all kinds of problems for him. You have to be able to breathe. Your canal has had to be clear. So excess mucus buildup in the lungs, for example, it causes pneumonia, while excess mucus in the pancreas causes diabetes. So it makes sense. 
he stated that disease could only survive in acidic environments. Thus, he used his plant-based alkaline diet together with various herbs to achieve an alkaline state in the body in order to eradicate diseases, in order to clear that mucus. So the diet consisted of only natural alkaline fruits, vegetables, nuts, and legumes. Love the beans, the magical fruit. And the more you eat, the more you toot. Literally. The more you toot, the better you hey, feel. I just had chili last night. Let's eat beans with every Six meal. Six different types of beans. <laughs> nice. Pinto, black. Wow. Chili. I love beans. Well, Dolly's not in here tonight. Dolly Parton, the French bulldog, our mascot. Yeah. So if anybody toots, I know it's you, bean eater. Hey, I dealt with that already. <laughs> So the herbal mixtures he created contained traditional healing herbs such as turmeric, which is super healing. So many benefits of that. Burdock root, linden flower, dandelion root. Oh, there's a whole conspiracy about that. So basically, dandelion root is super healthy for helping with heart attacks and heart problems. And the company Bayer, what do they do? What do you have to do with Bayer aspirin? Take one to prevent heart attacks, right? Right, right. So they also own Roundup. Which kills all the, the weeds and the. Ah, see, I just I get distracted. I start going down different rabbit holes. Let me bring me back. Bring me back. Okay, so he used different kinds of sea moss. Oh, love sea moss. A big promoter of sea moss. It really has made me feel a lot better since I've started taking it. And it boosts the immune system and it nourishes you with energy. And the goal of Dr. Sabi's alkaline diet and his fasting protocol and the herbal remedies was to cleanse the body's cell on the cellular and intracellular levels while also detoxing the organism and recharging the immune system. So it's a combination of all those things. So um, the benefits of the different herbs used by Dr. Sabi have long been supported by science together with the benefits of following a vegan diet and intermittent fasting. In fact, we've made a video talking all about it and you can check it out on our website when you have a chance. And another critical component of Dr. Sabi's regime was drinking plenty of spring water. This is essential to making the alkaline diet work, as the human body consists of 70% water. Since many of the used herbs are diuretics and increase urination to detox the body, proper hydration with spring water is vital, and that is the key, spring water. Like, that's like the only water I really want to drink. Like, I don't even like other water now. It's got to be spring. Oh, listen, I, I've only drank spring water. Um, and I recently discovered how toxic tap water is. Oh, I know. And oh. this is a whole nother conversation. Right. It's, we, there's so many like angles. We um, can, but yeah. I recently d decided I can no longer drink tap water, which Good. is, it's a little pain. Especially this area. They implemented toilet to tap. You know what that is? Yeah. We'll talk about that another time. So. The Usha Healing Village So we're going to dive into next. So after successfully healing and helping hundreds of people in Honduras, Dr. Sebi went to the U.S. and he started his company selling his herbal remedies and treating people individually. Good for you, dude. And he cured many Americans as well and quickly amassed fame in the States. With all the money he made from his work, he created the Usha Healing Village in Honduras, Naming it after his oldest daughter, Usha Bowman. Damn, out of the 20, she got the namesake. Go, yeah. Usha. So the Usha village quickly became a world-renowned place for natural healing, and many people from all over the world traveled thousands of miles just to receive treatment there. Man, I wish I could have gone. Right. 
So the village was situated in a spectacular location inside nature. You know, so you could get back with nature. Super excited about going camping this weekend so I can get back with nature, hug some trees, really go grounding in the earth, all that good stuff. So it was set in the... Oh, I will. They need to be charged. So it was set in this, you know, beautiful place that was world-renowned for natural healing. And many people from all over the world traveled thousands of miles just to, you know, experience this. And the village was situated uh, amongst trees and beautiful waterfalls and hot springs, which provide steam baths and thermal waters, all a part of the treatment. So it's like you were just getting treated and immersed in, like, God's glory, basically, nature. So... <clears throat> Giving you that as a foundation, I'm now going to talk about Dr. Sabi's lawsuit. So eventually, Dr. Sabi's fame became too big in the United States because, you know, when you're curing cancer and diabetes and you're using herbs and, and natural stuff, that tends to get you some attention, right? And so now we're talking about in the 80s. Thank you, keeping me on the timeline. Thank you. Yes, that's right. This is around 1988. And the FDA filed a lawsuit against him for practicing without a license and false advertisement. He's using herbs, people. He's not out there prescribing fentanyl. So while it was no secret that Dr. Sabi didn't have any license or medical degree, was he really false advertising? In the ads he ran, he claimed that he could cure cancer, leukemia, lupus, herpes, AIDS, and many other diseases, some of which were deemed incurable. So Dr. Sabi took on the Attorney General of New York in the Supreme Court, and the judge asked Sabi to provide one witness for each of the diseases that he claimed to have cured. In addition, each witness had to bring a certified document from an independent doctor that proves that he had that specific disease together with another docu document from a different doctor proving that the witness is now cured of his disease. Good. This guy covered his bases, so you can't question these results. The judge, the attorney general, and all the people following the case were shocked when 77 witnesses joined Dr. Sabi in the court in person, bringing the required documents proving that he cured all of them. And although Dr. Sabi was questioned for hours and different laboratories tested his herbal remedies, he was eventually found not guilty. Woo! Small victory! Look at that. But does it matter? Does it really even matter that he was considered not guilty? If they want to suppress you, they're going to suppress you. Right. They're going to make their money. So... The celebrities that were cured by Dr. Sabi um, kind of had the trial backfired because it made him even more popular. He even started working with many celebrities, like I said, Michael Jackson, Steven Seagal, Eddie Murphy, John Travolta, Magic Johnson, you know, all these people that had some things that needed healing, and many others. Um, Dr. Sabi helped Michael Jackson to, well, <laughs> kind of overcome an addiction to morphine and painkillers. And he used this bioelectric cell food therapy, which is, you know basically saying that we are electric, which is true. And if we ignite ourselves with electric food, we can help to wake up those cells. So he cured a five-year chronic headache of Steven Seagal just using herbs. More lawsuits would follow, and the popularity of Dr. Sebi was still growing. The FDA could not stop him as more and more people backed his claims and stated he cured them. Because I would much rather go and see him and take my chances with some herbal medicine than go to chemotherapy. What do you think? A hundred, a hundred eighty percent. Yes. So, Lisa, Left Eye Lopez, don't go to, or no scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. A, a scrub, scrub is, is a guy that can't get, get no love, love from me. me. Okay. 
So Lisa Left Eye Lopez, the lead singer of TLC, she was one of many grateful patients that Dr. Sebi helped. He helped her overcome alcoholism, excessive smoking, and depression. And as a result, Lisa's life was utterly transformed. And she often said that Dr. Sobe opened her eyes. And she wanted to repay him by spreading the word about everything that she, you know, accomplished with him and all of his healing methods and also kind of sharing her own transformation. So she had often said that Dr. Sebi had kind of opened her eyes and she shared her experience at the Usha village with MTV. And later on, Lisa started to work on a documentary about her life and Dr. Sebi and the Usha village were going to be in that documentary a lot. And she was constantly traveling to the Usha village in Honduras until one day, after a meeting with Dr. Sebi, she died tragically in a car crash. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible. Interesting. Lots of coincidences here when people try to reveal the information that he had. Many believe Lisa Lopez's death was not an accident and was the only way to stop her campaign of popularizing Dr. Sebi and his holistic healing methods. And then there was famous rapper Nipsey Hussle, right? Another dude, super grateful, went out there to talk about his practices. And then mysteriously, after starting his work on the documentary, he was shot dead. A lot of people believe he was killed for trying to spread that awareness. So now we're going to go to the arrest of poor Dr. Sabi. The attacks on Dr. Sabi, they started to increase. And the attorney general's office even sent undercover agents to pretend to be patients in need of healing so they could find any irregularities with Dr. Sabi's practice. But he was clean as a whistle. All he's doing is giving people some lettuce. Some lettuce, people. Literally. On May 28, 2016, Dr. Sabi was arrested at the airport on money laundering charges. Oh, good one. Trump that up. Because he was carrying $37,000 in cash. Well, he's going back to Honduras. Good for him. He, his friends, family, and patients all denied the charges of money laundering. Nonetheless, Sebi was placed in prison. Who even knows if that money wasn't stuck on it? What do they do when they mm-hmm. planted? At the time, Dr. Sebi's company was making vast amounts of money from healing remedies, while Dr. Sebi himself was making a lot of money from personal healing sessions with all kinds of people. And many of them were celebrities, so obviously he's going to get you know notarized and, and people are going to hear of him. Therefore, all that was needed to set Dr. Sebi free of the charges was a document from his company proving the source of the money. So his family repeatedly contacted the company to get the required documents. However, no one from the company responded to their calls or tried to help Dr. Sebi in any way. And usually, when a high-profile person like Dr. Sebi is arrested on charges like money laundering, he should quickly get a court date set up for a hearing, and the ba- and the, then he can pay the, pay the bail, and he can stay out of custody, you know, until the time of the trial. That's normally what happens. But Dr. Sebi didn't get any of that. No court date was set. No bail was allowed. They had him locked up right where they wanted him. They weren't going to, you know, lose their money on pharmaceuticals. So he was treated like a vicious murderer, not a natural healer. All he could do was stay in those conditions and sit in prison and wait. Wait for what? They're never going to let him out. The justice system is not <laughs> set to help people. So, the death of Dr. Sabi and his legacy. After a couple months, Dr. Sabi told his daughter that they were trying to poison him with the food they were giving him in prison. 
And although he was 82 years old, everyone knew that he was in excellent health. I mean, you could see by videos and by documentaries and all the stuff with the research that we pulled together, he was a healthy dude. So he always demonstrated that. And where are we on the timeline, Eric? Uh, now we're, you know, him being 82 in prison and 16. 16. Okay, so this is 2016. And authorities stated that Dr. Sebi contracted pneumonia and died in prison. But shortly after his death, the company that he created for nothing, same company that did nothing to help him, trademarked his name and stole his legacy. So the company that did nothing to help him to get out of jail basically just robbed him of everything. Many people, including Dr. Sebi's first wife and his oldest daughter, stated that the remedies his company started to sell are not the original healing formula. Consumers also confirmed that the recipe was altered after many of them had terrible reaction and side effects. So they probably, you know, dumbed it down. It's now probably made in China or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the significant threat Dr. Sebi posed to a multi-billion dollar medical industry is, you know, th that basically relies on continued sickness, you know, and treatments. It doesn't cure anything. And it uses chemicals in unnatural ways. Um, that was over. There was no more threat. They eliminated that threat once again. They finally managed to silence uh, Dr. Sebi and to destroy his legacy. And the interesting thing about this is that major newspapers didn't even mention his death. How is that possible? Considering that he basically, he did, he proved in court that he could cure cancer. He brought 77 patients up before a judge and beat the Attorney General of New York saying he could cure cancer, leukemia, lupus, herpes, AIDS, all kinds of other diseases, and 77 witnesses confirmed it. Why didn't this great man receive any notoriety? Why aren't we talking about him and seeing his praises and using his herbal remedies? Well, if word got out that we can cure cancer with fasting, a vegetarian diet, and an alkaline herbal remedy, who would pay thousands of dollars for chemotherapy and synthetic drugs? Not me. Nope. That's right. The pharmaceutical industry alone is worth $1.27 trillion. And that is probably up since I just said that. It's probably already gone up another trillion. Mm. People take pills for headaches, disrupted sleep, depression, and eventually the illnesses and the diseases. So imagine how big of a hit it would be for the medical industries if everyone used Dr. Sebi's methods instead of medications. I'm going to leave you guys, my fellow truth seekers, with this quote from Dr. Sebi. And I encourage you to look up. This, there's uh, documentaries through um, New York Times. There was uh, Universe Inside You, of course. Um, I think that we pulled some old uh, court documents for this as well. There, it's all out there. I encourage you to look it up. And I'm going to leave you with this quote. A society that keeps cures a secret so they can continue to sell medicine for huge profits is not a real society, but it's a huge mental asylum. So, my truth seekers, my lovely loyal listeners, once again, we did the research, we present the facts, and we will let you decide if it's truth or propaganda with Brittany Lucent and Eric Koblick. And until next time... Ciao. Bye.